Welcome, everybody, to the Doom Vision Debrief. Man, the last three episodes have all been like sex while camping. Fucking, Fucking intense. intense. <laughs> yeah, it has been nuts. So three episodes ago, we had uh, Barbus singing to us creepily in a jail cell with Veronica karate chopping him in the neck and then finding out that potentially who we were talking to, the program, quote unquote, is potentially the king. I, If it's not the king, it's definitely not Delta Green because we called Delta Green. They had no idea we were here. So it obviously 100% was not Delta Green. We just don't know for sure if it was the king or someone working for him. But we know 100% because Delta Green tried to fucking kill us and almost did with poor Ronnie that we have not been working for Delta Green this entire time. Yeah, so we have Delta Green coming at us. Then we we go back to Dorchester and find out that we've had the key to get to Carcosa this whole time potentially, and then find out that we're now patients. Which makes sense because we're looking for three missing Delta Green agents. So do you think that they were us all along? Or they were tasked with the same thing before us? Like this place is trying to, let me work this out in my brain. It's it's kind of Shutter Islandy. It's kind of like, do you think the Dorchester House is trying to gather Delta Green agents to get them out of the way of whatever the king is doing, and so they just keep trapping teams of agents in there, and the team that we were originally hired for either doesn't exist, and it was just a way to pull us in, or they found a way to escape. After being so made as patience. Yeah, let, let's break this down by the facts that we think we know, right? So <laughs> that we think we, we know. We think we know. But from the last three episodes, we have determined that Delta Green had no idea what we were doing. Correct. Zero. Yep. They tried to kill us because we were doing things that. Weren't authorized. Weren't authorized. So leads me to believe that maybe Barbus is telling the truth that we were talking to the king. And like you said, he's trying to clear the way. Or, like I said, Shutter Islandy, we have been nutso this whole fucking time. And they're just letting us 
role play this shit out thinking that we're Delta green agents. Everything has been carefully constructed and we're, we're not in the real world. I feel like a puppet on a string. World to play and you're on a stage. Sorry. I, I mean, I think that's appropriate. Um, let, let, let's roll back a little bit and uh, let's talk about uh, your brush with death. You mean my splattering with death? <laughs> you were ready to go. You handled it much more beautifully than I did because I was a hot mess in tears when I thought Ness was dead. So you handled it beautifully. Uh, it's called disassociation. <laughs> <laughs> you know how to do it well. <laughs> yeah, I mean... So we talked a little bit about it in the pre-brief, but in between episodes was a very passionate <laughs> conversation between Kevin and I. We, we tend to have these a lot at least one point in the season. We have a very passionate conversation. Last season, it was the bottle. Mm -hmm. This season, it was... Uh, the Don't the, take my auntie from yeah, me. Yeah, don't, don't take my auntie from me. Um but you say you live and die by the dice, and, and that's what you've been doing. I have not fudged a roll. Stand by that. Uh, I'm sure one day I will have to because, uh, you know, whatever. But I will not do that. You it walk compromises in the door. my morals. <laughs> you walk in the door and trip a tripwire and shotgun blast all three of you. Start yeah. a season three. Yeah. Everybody's S dead. Season three, fire explosion. I mean, it could have been worse. It, it could have been. It almost was. There, There's multiple TPK areas in this game. That's just how the game is. But um, how you guys handle it and rolls and stuff like that, it all went well. Should have gone worse, but it didn't. So I will say something that we have collectively done or learned as players for this season versus last season is we are getting much better about covering our tracks. That is oh, like... With uh, Jenkins and that situation, and then now we could have just dr driven off an episode ago and not fucking worried about them, but when they found out that those agents had died, they would have just sent another group, and they know exactly where we're going. So I think that's something we're doing collectively better as a group is covering our tracks. Well, and it's just so... Like, I, I obviously don't know if we're going to make it out of this scenario, but going into scenario three, if we all survive this, our lives are completely Dunzo. changed. Yeah, because yeah, we're going to have to hide from Delta Green for the rest of our lives. So, I mean, we talked about this off camera. I, I can't go home. I can't go back to my mother. You can't go back to school. You can't go back to your vet clinic that you own. Like, we're all going to have to go into hiding probably safest together. I mean, this completely changes our home scene in between, in between seasons. Unless like, we go to Carcosa. Unless we, we go got one bug to split three ways, guys. <laughs> Crush it up and split it up. It's just a little bug. I don't, it's just little though. I don't think it's going to go for all of us. Let me keister it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yes. There's so much to unpack. There, there is a lot to unpack. 
Um, I have a question for you. For me. Okay. For me or for Cameron? Um, you speaking on behalf of Cameron? Okay. If I'd have died, uh-huh. how would Cameron have reacted internally and outwardly? Uh, I had you. We, we've established that you're my aunt. And so I think it would, if it would have happened, Cameron would have been hurt, upset, um, vengeful. Felt guilty, maybe? Extremely guilty because it was my choice that we went there. Mm -hmm. um, Had it happened early in the season, I don't think you would have cared. It would have been like, (laughs) but we have now been through a fire. We've been through Barbus and uh, a mechanical fucking lion. There's a bond there between the three of us that... Have you added them as your bonds? I have not. Mm, here we go. Let's do it. Yeah. Makes sense. Well, at this point, like we've been talking about, if we make it out of there, there's no no way for us to go back to normal. We're, we're dead to the rest of the world now. So that's kind of a testament to how epic this uh, whole campaign is. Is like, yeah, it would make sense. You know, yeah that you, your lives are different over, you know, basically that's the nature of all of this. Unless we burn Delta green down. Oh God. The whole fucking thing. Is that like, actually like, can you do that? Fire apparently can uh, do a lot of things. And you guys found that out a lot. (laughs) Oh baby. I know (laughs) it. So much fire. It's the hot mamas I'm working with here. So how would you have expressed it outwardly? Anger. Well, he said vengeful, so I think he would have went on a rampage. I would have expressed it outwardly, out of character first towards our game master. Yeah, I, I, uh, I have weapons and and D fours that would hurt if they poke your eye. (laughs) Start chucking D (laughs) fours. Here, take a spoon. We have quite a few over here too. And these metal dice. You're lucky. My liquor cabinet and my uh, my TV are right behind you, so I I would really have to. I wouldn't go full bore on it. You have to roll to see if you make it first. (laughs) Use that aim. Let's do a luck roll to see if Kevin gets one in the eye. A dodge. I rolled a seventy-seven. Ooh, critical failure! You get yourself in the eye. (laughs) I get myself in the eye. (laughs) Um, man. So let, let's talk about the, the big finish on uh, this last episode. Um, we no longer have badges. We no longer have access. Everything that we've done to prep to come in here. I don't have my fucking guns. You don't have your fucking guns, which is interesting to watch if you've never seen two guns fuck. Um, who, that's my dad joke of the day. Save it for the other pod. <laughs> in our quota, dad joke. Yeah. What, what, what are your thoughts? So let's, let's do this together now uh what are your thoughts and predictions rolling into the next episode so let's start uh let's start with you (laughs) juicy um (laughs) live and die by the dice i don't agree with you that we've been nutter butter this whole time and we've just been hallucinating all this stuff while in the hospital i don't believe that I believe this hospital is a trap for Delta Green agents. Um, They want, they being the king, 
anyone who's working for him. I think they want Delta Green out of the way. And so I think I'm not sure if there's actual missing agents that we need to look for or if that was just a lure to get us in. But I think they're trying to trap us in this place so that we are out of the way and can't stop them. Um, the next episode is going to be really interesting, <clears throat> especially without any of our weapons. Um, nighttime is upon us. So um, it's going to get real chaotic. The people in the masks and the robes are going to show up. Who knows what dangers are going to pop up with them. So I, I feel like the next two episodes are going to be pretty chaotic. You know who's not going to show up? Fucking Esther. <laughs> At least that bitch is out of the way. I was going to ask to Kevin, while you said our clothes and everything, because we had a fourth badge, the all admin one, but that mm-hmm. was probably disappeared too. So I guess I just want to get clear on everything that disappeared. All of our clothes were just in a gown. So like my walkie-talkie backpack, that's gone. Oh, that's in my car. I would I would have brought that in with me. Oh. I would have had that on my on my back when we came into the hospital. World War II walkie-talkie on yep. your back? I would have brought that in uh, with so, me because so that was our link to Marcus. I, that's interesting. I, uh, and so I would have had that on me. I guess I should have stated that, but... I would have had that on me. I, I think I and I understand you want you wanting to know, but I think we clarify that at the beginning of the next episode. Okay. Just so everybody that doesn't watch the debrief but watches the show knows, knows yeah. what what all that entailed. So you uh you don't think we're Looney Tunes? You think this is it's a trap? I think I think this was a trap to get us here. Whether it's just to contain us or kill us, it was a trap to get us here. Um, As far as this little buggy goes, if we have a conversation about using it to get to Carcosa, I'm going to offer Vanessa up. You two are family. You just found each other. Let let Vanessa do it. She, She doesn't have anything left. The only thing that she had left was her mother, and she can't go back to her mom now. So let Fuck you let Vanessa go. No, I'm going. Okay. No. Oh. <laughs> no, you have a whole life ahead of you. You're 19. Uh, I'm gonna I'm... go see my daddy. <laughs> let Vanessa take that leap. We'll see. We'll see. All right, jugs. Well. One reoccurring theme in this whole entire game is time is not what you think it is. I think we are the three missing agents. We're in a time loop. That's interesting. That is interesting. I didn't consider that one. Remember uh, all that crazy time stuff we did? Uh, with like Agent with, Marcus. With Agent Marcus. We should probably just release that as like a bonus. You, you put it you put it backwards and put it on the discord or whatever. And I don't know if anybody got it. We should just release that as like a special side thing. Um, you know, and I don't know if I want to spoil it, but like, yeah, agent Marcus comes across 
spoilers cut out if you don't want to hear, but agent Marcus eventually goes to the bookshop and comes across Abigail and her father buying the book for the first time. Mm -hmm. I, I, and then I had he, that happen at the end of the last season. And then he finds the mask and the guns and mm -hmm. goes into the night floors and then I meet us. This is the shit that I think about at 3 a.m. when I go, how can I tie all these things together? <laughs> and then I go insane and I write shit all over the walls and I go nuts and, you know. When he says shit all over the walls, he just smears his poop. I smear my poop all over the walls, people. And see, is that where the symbol came from? You just swiped one time and that's what, that's what yeah, you saw? Yeah, I, I got the yellow sign. I had... Very yellow diarrhea, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's I think it's us, um, because we've encountered different time instances before. Um, but I think that we end up getting lost to the night floors through the Dorchester, and that's how. And it's just faded to keep repeating itself. Maybe we make it to Bredalbin this time. That would be cool. Wouldn't that be something? Long time fucking coming. Right? Isn't I, this book brilliant? I've been wanting to go to that hotel for a hot minute. I can't I can't wait to tell you all the things about this book. I've been That's why I back. thought maybe if I stuck my face through the mirror, like maybe it would be that room on the other side. I'll tell you what happens if that happens. <laughs> Well, we're going to talk about all this and more at our uh, live debrief at the end of the season. What I, Quick plug. Let's yep. do an announcement. Yeah. <laughs> now. Uh, yeah, we're doing a live debrief where people can ask us questions and people can join and talk to us live uh, where we end the season out and have a chat. So um, you'll be able to join us there. We'll be posting about that constantly about everything uh, mm -hmm. and when it will be and what time and whatnot. And um, yeah. Join us and, uh, I don't know, maybe I'll, maybe I'll give you a little peek behind the curtain for season three. Who knows? I don't know. We'll see. Did you have more that you wanted to add about your prediction? Nope, but I did want to say that I do have a spooky, sleepy corner. <sighs> okay. I was just about to ask that. All right. So, uh, so my prediction, I think that we have been kooky this whole time and that this has all been like... For those who haven't seen Shutter Island, spoiler alert, they have put all of this together, all of these things to let us live out our fantasy that we think that we're in. Oh, this is our fantasy? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, I don't know about the end. I don't know how to end it. I don't. You don't? <laughs> no, I'm not Dennis Detweiler. Brilliant. Some bitch, um, but I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Fuck this Are game. You swirling? I, I like, I'm all over the place. Uh, well, I mean, you know me. I'm very logical, and none of this is logical. And, yeah. yeah, as a as a human, I'm very logical, very strategic in, in things that I do, and and this is a bad game for me to play <laughs> because Look, what's good about this game is that like, um. You know, you don't, we del when, when people, when people delve into horror, you only find very certain movies or books or whatever that delve into this kind of sur surreality, you know, where it's, everything is so surreal. Everything is, is that, you know, is, you know, is that a laptop in front of me or am I looking at something that doesn't exist? You know, it's, it's hard to like, um, picture it because that's the way the horror is. It, it, it makes you feel like, why is it that everything I'm looking at is not real, you know? If you think about movies like 
um, fight club, you know, where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, it's fucking nuts the whole time. Um, like you said, Shutter Island. Um, there's very many, there are very few movies that do it correctly and right. Um, but when they do it right, it's, it's trippy and mm-hmm. fun, you know, because at the end of that, you're like, holy shit, you think about it for days, it sticks in your mind. That's what this did. When I first started reading this, I've told this a million times, but just by myself, and I went, I need to turn a light on. I'm a little spooked out. Like, it, it spooked me out to reading this. It shouldn't have, but it did. And I think we're going to get to that, like, by the end of the fourth scenario, and when you can finally tell us things that we had missed, or, mm-hmm. or when all of these things come around to us as players, not necessarily the characters, it, you know, we might have a whole new cast of characters by then. Um, but... I'm excited for that time where we have all of those revelations like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And you guys can ask me questions and I'll answer them because like, like I said, I've reread all of these things multiple times. You know, mm-hmm. I, I've, I read the first one four times, the first scenario. I read this one two and a half times. Um, yeah, I'm just reading. It's a, it's a lot of reading, but it's, it's a fun read. Yeah. It's scary. So. All right. Well, let's move on to uh, Kevin's spooky sleepy corner. Kevin's spooky sleepy corner. All right. So today for Kevin's spooky sleepy corner, Jess, you got one for us. I haven't even told him that he did this yet. Oh, shit. Oh, boy. I've been saving it. And I mean, it's nothing like super scary or creepy. It was just like, ugh. <laughs> um, so the other, it was probably two, three in the morning. And I was like, like starting to wake up. But I could hear a conversation. Like people talking back and forth. And that immediately made me go, oh, fuck, what is going on? Like I, and I, I woke myself up. And he is laying there next to me going, and I was just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> He's like hum talking to himself. It was, it was a little weird. <laughs> do, do you want to tell your story of Super Bowl? That's not spooky. That's just me having too much to drink. <laughs> it's spooky. What's falling the difference? To, it's spooky falling asleep in one place and waking up in another. In there. No, it it wasn't really spooky. So you Super up on the Bowl. Roof? No, <laughs> the Super Bowl. Like I don't care about football. I really don't. We just watch it for commercials and halftime, pretty much. So we were drinking whiskey. And shocker. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we watched the halftime show. Third quarter hit out. And I didn't realize that I'd fallen asleep. I just was awake one minute and out the next. And I woke up several hours later in bed and naked. And I'm like, how did I get transported from the... Did, what did I take my clothes off in the living room or when did I take my clothes off? I have no recollection of what happened between me falling asleep on the couch and me waking up in bed naked. So I, I, I 
suppose this is the most appropriate time as ever to tell you what actually happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, so when you passed out on the couch, I actually called Kevin. And he's like, ooh, I'll be o- right over. So he's the one that carried you to bed and stripped you naked. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he tucked you in. Oh, so nice of you, Kev. Thank you. <laughs> I don't even remember it. I mean, I was drunk. <laughs> no, I, I carried you to bed and you always sleep naked. So rather than have you in clothes, I stripped you naked and covered you up and gave you a kiss on the forehead. The spookiest thing about this is I am a super light sleeper. Like I don't, everything wakes me up. So the fact that he was able to carry me to bed and undress me and tuck me in without me ever waking up. Like I did that to Troy and he was, he was a, he was a rag doll. He was dead body. He's a, he's a deep sleeper though. I put, I put Ambien in her whiskey at least. I put Ambien in her whiskey. I have carried Troy to bed multiple times, and this is a true more story. Than, more than I've carried him to bed. And yep. I have enjoyed it every time. <laughs> it's because we're always three sheets to the wind. It's when we really do. nice when he's unconscious, too, because then I'm just like, look at him. Look at that little boy. And I tuck <laughs> him in, and he's all cute. <laughs> all right, that's a fucking enough of that. Look at how cute he is. He pitches little cheeks. Kevin Spooky Sleepy Corner End. <laughs> Kevin's Spooky Sleepy Corner. All right, you got a rule for us or Ooh, a fact? I do. I have a really fun idea because... Is um, it lethality? Uh, here we go. <laughs> oh, All right, shit. because uh, I'm really bad at remembering to do these. All right, roll a d100. I mean, yes. Yeah. 39. 39. All right, that it would be um, in the... Uh, First half of the book. All right. Roll a D100. 100. Or no, roll a D4. Jeez. Sorry. Excited. 73. Two. Two. All right. So, okay. And uh, uh, you roll a uh, D4 as well. See, it's a good thing I gave you a D4, huh? One. One. Okay. Uh, what's your roll? Her? Yeah. Two. Two. Two, one. Uh, 39. 32. 32. Okay. And you roll uh, uh, a d4 as well. I'm not getting paid for these rolls. I cannot get that d4 uh, out of there. If you get a four, uh, it's a zero. Okay. It's a two as well. Okay. Um. All right. We're, Negating your first roll because I made a mistake. Two, two, one. one. All right. Two, two, one. That's the page we're going to pull a random fact from. Ooh. Randomized fact. This is so fact. exciting, and I don't know why I'm excited, but this is kind of fun. Ooh. I opened it up on the page of Shogoths. Um, this is uh, a Shogoth. It first appeared in H.P. Uh, Lovecraft at the Mountains of Madness. Um, at, the mountain of, at, the, at the Mountains of Madness is a really uh, spooky story. Um, I'll read uh, about it um, really quickly. Um, this is straight from the At the Mountains of Madness. The newly bred Shugoths grew to enormous size and singular intelligence and were represented as taking and ex- executing orders with marvelous quickness. They seemed to converse with the old ones by mimicking their voices, a sort of musical piping over a wind, wide range. If, if poor Lake's dissection had indicated aright and to work more from 
spoken commands than from hypnotic suggestions as in earlier times. They were, however, kept in admirable control. The phosphorescent organisms supplied light with vast effectiveness and doubtless atoned for the loss of familiar polar auroras of the outer world night. Um, so yeah, Chuggoths are just very strange, giant um, things that have gained sentience. Um, and yeah, they're just another spooky cosmic horror um, in the Lovecraft world. So... That's what we rolled. Let's we'll, not meet. We'll do we'll do we'll do this again. We'll do some more of these um more of these little rolls too for the future. Right so, on. It's kind of fun. I never yeah. would have went there. So, whatever. Well, thank you for sharing, good sir. Uh let's roll right on over to Jugs for some social medias. Hi there. How's it going? <laughs> Hello there. So, if you haven't followed us on our social medias, we are Doom Vision Pod on Twitter. Doom Vision Podcast on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Uh, we do have our Discord. You can find that in the link in our bios. Uh, what we would really, 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 really love is for you to rate, review us all over where you can. Because we not only do we love to hear the feedback, but it helps give us new exposure to people that may not know that we exist. And we just might be their jam. Uh, on YouTube, if you want, you can subscribe, like, comment. Tell us your favorite moments. Tell us the parts that you hate the most. Uh, another cool thing on our Discord is uh, if you give us hate, Kevin will dress up as Candace and address it. Fake nails, makeup, wig, the whole thing. Uh, if you have, if you want any relationship advice, he'll dress up as Mac. We found some pretty cool tattoo sleeves that he can wear <laughs> as he uh, guides you through your romance or potential romances. Rock and roll, man. Yeah. <laughs> Mac knows he's he's seen a lot of broads, uh, but we just really <laughs> we really appreciate your support and we 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 love to see it. So keep at it. All right, thank you so much for that, Jugs. I think that's gonna do it for the Doom Vision debrief. Um, we're getting close to the getting end. To the close thing, we might see you at the live one. We might see you at the live one again. That's going to be live. Uh, so what we're going to do just for some situational awareness for that. Um, our last episode is going to premiere right before we go live. Uh, so it won't premiere at the, the usual time. It will pre premiere like an hour and a half, two hours, whatever the last episode is, right before. Uh, and we'll let you know. We'll, we'll post it on social media and, and you'll have a lot of information. So we'll all watch it collectively and then we'll be live on Twitch and YouTube um, to debrief and, and talk about the end of the, the season and maybe even give you a glimpse inside season three. Ooh, wouldn't that be fun? Uh, so yeah, be looking for that. Uh, and again, you can find all that information on the socials that Jugs listed out for you. Um, other than that, I, I think that's, that's all I have. Anything else? I'm ready to play. All right. Anything else, Drugs? Nope. I, I'm just excited to keep going. Yeah. Kevin? Uh, I'm just excited to see where my character goes. Hopefully they live through it. Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, yeah. No, um, you better, yeah. you better hope you live through it, not your character. I'm going to get death threats. Like I'm going to get a knife in the mail and say, stab yourself. It's going to be a spring. Stab me. 
And then you'll have to roll for sanity. I'll have to roll for constitution or dodge. I'll dodge. <laughs> dodge. Uncanny dodge. Any w- hidden packages, I'm going to immediately like open them up and then run away because they're going to be a spring on a knife. That's if the package actually shows up. Yeah. It will because they or- dropped it off personally. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for watching the Doom Vision debrief. We will catch you at the next one, which might be the last one. It might be live next time we see you, but uh, Exciting. We'll, we'll catch you at the next one. Bye. <laughs>